Welcome back to another amazing rendition of Chopped Greens. I am your host, Philip Amrine, and I am joined again virtually by the one, the only, the hairy Gary Disappointed uh, part-time Laker fan, Gary. Uh, yeah. You know what? I forget about that. I forget about that with you, that we share a kindred spirit and that neither you nor me are a Lakers fan, per se, but we are both... A LeBron James Yeah, fan. it becomes really... I mean, the Suns aren't in it right now, but it is weird that I'm like a rabid, rabid Laker fan right now. I'm like, man, I'm, I'm bleeding purple and gold over here, brother. Just watching the uh, the finals. It's really weird. I'm having kind of an identity crisis, man. <laughs> yeah, I can imagine. I, I For the entire high school lifetime that I've known you, uh, it's been nothing but Nash and, and purple and orange. So to see you donning the purple and gold is 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 something of a it, it takes a lot for me to get used to i can only imagine the inner dilemma you are you're having that's that seems like something to write about but who knows <laughs> um <laughs> uh but yeah no we've got a, a wonderful rendition of gimme five here for you you of course know this uh this episode it's um i've got five questions for gary he's got five questions for me we don't know what they are but we will answer them honestly gary you know what uh you have been so generous to jump on I, I'll start us out here and and then we'll we'll go back and forth with you uh, let's go alright Gary I have a game and what is most questionably the most offensive aspect of the movie One Flew Over a Cuckoo's Nest I have a chief game oh, no. now for all the following prompts I will give you an achievement and I want you to tell me which chief achieved the feat I give you are you ready Gary alright which word can be defined as almost entirely? Is that chiefly? Is that mischief? Or handkerchief? Which word can be defined as almost entirely? The first one, chiefly. The first one, chiefly. That is true. You're on the board. Let me just say on that uh, uh, on my SATs, I scored very well in the grammar portion. <laughs> All right. Well, we're moving away from grammar because we can't have you scoring too many points. We've got a we got a reputation to hold here, Gary, and and so do you. <laughs> All right. Next, which Chiefs team won a championship in the twenty uh, two thousand ten season in an overtime twenty five to twenty two thriller? Was it the Kansas City Chiefs, the University of Massachusetts Lowell Chiefs, or the Thunderbird High School Chiefs? Which which one won a championship in the 2010 season? Dude, um, <laughs> okay, so it's not Kansas City. Um, I'm gonna go the wild card, man. Thunderbird High School. You're absolutely oh! right. It was the Thunderbird High School Chiefs. They won in a 25-22 overtime thriller. And I should note that the University of Massachusetts Lowell changed their uh, changed from the Chiefs to the River Hawks in 1991, and the Thunderbird. Uh, Chiefs just voted in August to rename their mascot as well, though that one's not known yet. All right, your turn, right, Gary. Man. So in the same vein of our, our recent movie, I almost said To Kill a Mockingbird because I get those bird movies mixed up. One Flew for the Cuckoo's Nest. I've got a Jack Nicholson question. Also in the same vein as basketball, man. He's also a huge basketball fan. Wow, this has layers to it. All right. So Jack, Jack Nicholson, he's won multiple Oscars, and he's been nominated for even more, a lot more. His Oscars stat line of one and attempted is really impressive, but if we were to make it a shooting stat line for a basketball game, 
it's a terrible stat line. So I'm going to give you three stat lines. <laughs> you tell me which one is Jack Nicholson's win attempted. Is he two right. for nine? Is he three for 12? Is he four for 15? Oh, that's close. Um, wow. I don't think it's four for 15. I can't imagine him being nominated for 15 separate roles. And I don't, I don't see, I don't remember him being a director, maybe a weird producer or something. So maybe that's where it comes in. So I have to imagine, oh, I have to imagine it's two for nine. It is three for 12, Ooh. three for 12. I got you there. Oh, dang I mean, it. that's, a, I mean, 12 nominations. I, 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 I read the movies, but I can't even imagine 12 times. That's insane. Yeah, yeah, I believe. Do you happen to know off the top of your head? It was it one flew over the cuckoo's nest in The Shining. No, I was surprised by the other two. So it was one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Um, you know what? Let's come back to this. Oh, was it My Name Is Schmidt or something? It, uh, about Schmidt, like was. he was nominated for. About Schmidt. We will find out. But yeah, <clears throat> we'll find out later. Yeah, I. It, it was just more. Uh, I know I didn't prepare you for that one, but yeah, I. I was curious for which two we won. I kn one of court is known for one flew over the cuckoo's nest. Other two are terms of endearment and as good as it gets. Oh, as good as which it is, gets. I forgot about that. I feel like You're he right. has way more right. good movies, like Bucket List, for example, or Anger Management. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, anger management is sneaky good for him. That's The fact that that's one of his worst is actually a boon to him. All right. Gary, this past week I won my annual bet with my best friend for who would win our fantasy football matchup. Every year we have had a bet for, and a loser usually pays a price. Last year, you'll appreciate this, the loser had to watch Rambo Last Blood three times in a row at the theaters, and uh, on top of it we have AMC Stubbs. So another layer is that you lose, you only have three movies to watch per week. So he got a chance to miss out on, it was something ridiculous, something like Cats, 1917, Parasite. He missed out on a chance to see any of the other three because he had to watch Rambo Last Blood three times. Um, last year, another year I had to dress up as a baby to our poker game, <laughs> diaper and all. And this year, the loser has to hold up a sign for an hour and after and offer a uh, free sensual car wash to any who will take him up on it, all while wearing a bikini. So my question to you is this. What is the worst punishment for a bet you've been a part of? So you don't necessarily need to have won. You, you could have been the loser, whatever it is. But what's the worst punishment you've been a part of? Okay, well, first of all, let me just say that those are the most insane bet punishments I think I've ever... I mean, those belong in, in the Jackass movies, man. That's... <laughs> that's insane okay so and also your friend didn't miss out on cats so we can we can close the book on that one um one know. that i was in charge of and lost okay so let me give some backstory right high school basketball you do conditioning right and uh, our, our coach my sophomore year would at the end of every practice say if any one of you guys wants to volunteer to make 10 free throws in a row we don't have to do conditioning but if you do or if, if you miss if, if you choose to do it and you miss then we all do like triple conditioning like you stay for an hour and just run sprints and let me tell you man in high school i was a knockdown shooter i was like your typical skinny unathletic white dude i i could definitely knock him down so one You're exactly like steph. steph makes all of his free throws i'm the Got white it. terrible version of steph curry man and so I uh, I stepped up and I was like, you know what, coach, I'm feeling really, really good today. I bet 
I can make 10 free throws and we can go home happy. Maybe we'll hit up Danny's across the street. You know how it is. So I, th- I, I, I distinctly remember knocking down like four, five, six, seven. The whole team is getting hyped. Oh my God, I'm going to do it. I'm going to earn my place. This is amazing. And then on eight, I brick it in and out. And we do like suicides for the next hour. And everybody hated me. And it was a bet that I made with myself and I lost it. <laughs> no, no, no. You, it was a bet you made with yourself, and everyone <laughs> lost. That's, that's the key. I just remember it was the ultimate defeat, man, because not only, like you said, everyone was disappointed in me, and they had that on me for the whole year. So it still haunts me, man. Really quickly, just I'm, I'm curious, but on that, did you were you fully aware of this situation? Would you say that nerves played a part of it in it at all on that oh. deep one? Were you getting like energized? Yeah, totally. Now? Because you know th- those first few, there's like no pressure. Because if you miss one, you're fine. But then you start to stack up those makes, and you start to get in your head. You're like, oh my god, three more makes, and your form gets icy. Your hands get stiff. Totally. I mean, I still get nervous shooting free throws at the park, man. So there you go. <laughs> there we go. All right, your turn, Gary. All right, man. So you were recently living out in La La Land until COVID threw a wrench and everything and i was also living out in la la land for school until i moved back to arizona about a year ago so i want to hear about your experience like what's your uh best and worst thing about about living in la after you've been out there for a little bit best thing bar none was the weather especially being out here uh, on my drive back to arizona i i kid you not i drove back and a third of the way in i hadn't even left uh la and my AC broke in my car. And I had, I had not been that hot in a day since uh, high school football practices. Um, ironically, that you would bring up <laughs> high school. Uh, the, the dangle in my on my key was like burning my knee. Um, it, it, I was sweating. I pulled over to a gas station just for like a breather. And it was just it was just one of the worst heat exposures I've ever had in my life. It was so bad. I was cooking because it was... I, I couldn't tell if it was cooler outside or inside. Either way. Um, so the weather is just unenviably great. Um, one of the worst... Okay, I'll tell you what the worst <laughs> is. The worst, and it's weird. It's a weird worst. Because, um, of course, there's parking. That's I mean, that's kind of standard for any big place. So I, I'm not going to hold that against it, per se. The weird bad thing about L.A. that nobody tells you about is the spiders. There's so many spiders. I was spiders. bit on the neck when I was packing my stuff to move out. I had this well. It was awful. I don't know. I don't, just nobody makes mention of it. Nobody says anything. Maybe it's like the scorpions here, but even then, I feel like I still have not seen a lot of scorpions in Arizona. But the spiders out there, they're just... They, they just love to habituate out there, and it's just its ridiculous. It's a weird negative that nobody tells you about. Go there for the orange juice, the weather... But stay orange away from juice. the spiders. Is there good, is there, yeah, is there good orange, LA orange uh, juice out there? I didn't. Yeah, they, they, it's it's the orange juice of. Uh, I guess Florida is known for orange juice, but whatever. Hey, you know we're living. <laughs> I love orange juice. So, <laughs> all right, Gary. In the beginning months of COVID, speaking of, I I too slowly started t- uh, to spiral down a bored chapter of my life. As such, I re- reconnected with an old fling of mine. In my younger days, I was in a little musical called Aladdin and the costume designer gave me harem pants. I had forgotten about them until a random ad found me during COVID, and needless to say, I have four pairs of harem pants now, and I am quite happy with the purchase. What is your COVID uh, guilty buy? Or if nothing, what did you almost buy out of boredom? 
This is so funny because literally five days ago I bought an electric drum kit, like a full, like nice professional Yamaha, like way too expensive. Like we're talking four figures. Uh, I, I had wow. a lot of tips saved up for my old job that I saved for years and I was going to get tattoos with them and I've been playing more, more music and so I, I went to the music store I was like, I'm going to do it. I'm going to play the drums and let me say I have kept up with it. I, I, I am learning. That's but step one. That's step I took one. a look at my uh, my bank account when I got paid today and I was like, I really, th that was like an emotional COVID buy right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. There we go. I think that says a lot about both of us. My, my COVID buy hair and pants with elephants on them yours I drums dude i i was like are you spying on me how did you know about my covid buy <laughs> uh, me and me and uh i would say your grandma's name but maybe she doesn't want to be mentioned but your grandma we share the same mind we we know well, we all could about say you name. yeah v virginia loves the podcast she loves you man she, oh she misses i love you, virginia man. and her hat <laughs> choices oh i miss i i this is totally an aside again but i love talking to virginia uh i talked to her the other day as a matter of fact about rummy she is my she is like a rummy dude, master i didn't know you're talking to my grandma dude, what the heck dude she she is like the rummy grandmaster she is like that woman who runs rummy games in like a, in an old like laundry dude. shop or something because she is just she hates gambling but I'm pretty sure there's like a, a, a garage, like a old person rummy gambling ring going on here when no one's when no one's awake. Yeah, no, I, your, your grandpa makes the food for him and your your grandma puts up the rules. I mean, I, she's very strict, but we love, we love Virginia. <laughs> <laughs> All right, go All right, ahead, man, Gary. Here's, here's a fun little, little numbers game along the lines of our movie, which, you know, I love to do. So there are 4,665 some things in the u.s 4665 of these is it okay. currently operating mental institutions lobotomies performed since the year 1940 or patients that have deaths due to electroshock therapy in a mental institution I don't think it's the last one. I think it's the the option B, the, the lobotomy option. You want to lock it in? I'm locking it in. I'm locking the lobotomy. Correct answer, unfortunately, is A, mental institutions. There are 4,665 operating mental institutions. In fact, the place where the movie was filmed, Oregon State Hospital, is still a functioning mental institution that's been around since the 1800s. Yeah, wow. crazy. Well, hopefully, I, I would certainly hope that they've updated since the 1800s, but we Yeah, we let's hope, hope that Miss Ratchet's um, uh, not there anymore. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> uh, Gary, in all honesty, we are recording this after one of the NBA Finals games, and I feel like we have never had this discussion, but I ask you quite simply, Gary, is LeBron the GOAT? For those who aren't, aren't with it or hip, GOAT means is an acronym for greatest of all time. Man, I, you are just... Uh, using those those trigger words man this is an argument that mm. you know as we drink more beer into each quarter the argument gets a little bit more heated with whoever i'm watching it with um l <laughs> let me put it this way man uh, how much nuance is my answer allowed to have uh i believe yes or no was the implied uh was the implied <laughs> um thought my answer is yes but it used to be a really, really, really hard yes. Then I watched Last Dance three times, did a lot of research. Still yes, but I get the other side. Still yes. <laughs> Still yes. Um, I think funny. that if you, you know what, I'm just gonna cut it off right there because I'm about to tangent. Yep, I'm, I'm putting, I'm putting a pin in there. All right. 
All right, good, good, good. I'm, Your I, turn. Dude, I guarantee our, our podcast gets like boycotted after this, man. All the all the anti-LeBron oh, people. And if I would have said MJ, the other thing would have happened. So let me just say, guys, we can all still love basketball together. Hey, number two ain't exactly, bad. Exactly. Number two ain't bad, Jordan. So, all right, you all know, right. I don't know about you, but I've been watching so much stuff, mainly TV during COVID. I found a lot of great shows, and I have one that I discovered that I love. I've watched multiple times, just a, a total diamond in the rough. So I want to know, what's your, your COVID discovery as far as movies or TV? What's been one thing that, that you found? Wow. Um, let's see. What's my COVID discovery? You know, it's funny because I have obviously found a lot of um, a lot of cinema, especially early on. Like I was doing nothing yeah. but watching. Um, I think because, like I said I, I, in an earlier podcast, I just watched Hocus Pocus. I just watched. I used it to catch up on a lot. Um, okay, this is interesting, but it, 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 it <laughs> I will always link this to COVID, so I might as well put it. I watched the entire series of Mad Men. Have you ever seen Mad Men? I, so I've seen like the first season. That is an amazing COVID binge show, I must say. I'm happy that, that you found that, man. You know why it's amazing is because it was one of the most frustratingly good shows I've ever seen where I was just like the entire time, I never truly felt compelled to watch the next episode as it happened. But each and every episode, I was just like, the quality is far too good for me to stop. Like, there was no really redeeming character. Yeah. There was no really uh, interesting storyline from, like, that carried over throughout the entire series. There was maybe something in there, like, a few episodes in. It really was just the fact of how authentic it felt and how truthful all of them felt as actors and acting but i never it was one of the most frustrating things when i would tell people i'd be like oh yeah i'm watching Mad Men." they're like oh do you like it i was like uh, yeah i think i must because i keep watching but it, it was um i will forever link it to covid it's a weird one um gary my last question uh, in what the company calls a firm stance against racism, the review site Yelp will warn consumers when a business has been reported for racist behavior. The company said it would only add this alert to a business page, quote, when there's resounding evidence of egregious racist actions from a business owner or employee, end quote. This will include a behavior such as using overtly racist slurs or symbols, Gary, it, it's obviously far more convoluted than this, but will adding a racism warning on businesses work for Yelp or not work? I think that uh, everyone's really, really reactionary right now. But for the people who, like like myself probably, who wouldn't want to support uh, a, a business that was reported as doing that, I'm, I, I think it'll help us out. I think that they'll get a lot of flack from the other side or people who... Uh, don't think that that kind of stuff is necessary but you know for myself and friends of color who want to be aware of that i think that it'll be good you know to uh, avoid going to a business where if, if they walked in they might be treated a little bit differently yeah i i'm a little hesitant to put actual labels on on places on especially when it sometimes it turns out to be subjective stuff i mean it's just it's it's i'm very scared about actually putting real ramifications because I feel like anybody, any good-hearted person obviously wants to stand up to racism and be like, well, of course not. But 
they're obviously like good intention people. I don't know. It's it's a very very complex situation and discussion that would probably take up its own podcast for us to to truly and honestly discuss. So I would I would just say as my thought on it is that uh, I wonder what the first case of them using this label will be and if it will if it will be uh, questioned and fought against. That's that's what I would wonder. No, I, I, I think that's a good point, man. And I, I've got my opinions on, like, cancel culture and canceling things, which I, th- I I can understand why there needs to be more nuance. And, of course, like, you know, if that label is given to a business where maybe the owner uses, like, a racial slur towards uh, a person of color, of course, like, they deserve that label, right? But I, I, I see what you're getting at with there's a lot of stuff that gets lost in the gray area. That's why I said everyone's really reactionary right now. I don't think that a lot of times we stop and listen. Of course, I I tend to side with I'm not a person of color, so I, I want to hear what they have to say. But I do think that, you know, cooler heads need to prevail. I mean, right now everything is so heightened, and it's it, I don't think it does a lot of good for anybody. Yeah. Absolutely. Your turn to bring us right, home, man, Gary. So th- this is a really fun one. So Guinness Book of World Records record was just broken today a texas girl 17 years old has the world's longest legs and she is still growing i don't know what the uh the measurement was because that's not too important i wanted to ask you uh in the same vein of of body parts and humans if you had to eat somebody in your life to stay alive who would you eat no yeah that uh connection (laughs) is is uh definitely that was a that was a great that was a great transition it's, it's there. It's called a curveball. Uh, if I had to eat somebody, yeah. Um, wow. So who would I eat to stay alive? And I can yeah, pick anybody. Yeah, I, I was thinking. I was like, you know, I wouldn't want to eat somebody who I really love, but I need someone with like enough. Like, I'm not gonna eat a kid because they're not gonna really sustain me. So who, who am I gonna eat if I have to eat somebody? Who am I gonna eat? Hmm. You're right. You bring in the interesting aspect of it should be somebody older who's mm-hmm. lived a life. <laughs> Um, it should be somebody who's got a little something to them. Um, oh, wow. All right. You know what? You know what? He calls himself a piece of man meat. I'm going to go there. Give me the rock. Give me the rock. That is some well-tensioned venison beef. We, we, uh, we want ourselves a little rock, a little, a little tough, Dude, chewy meat. Do you meat. have Thanksgiving plans? We can- <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, I, it, well, e- even if I did, they wouldn't be the rock's right. thighs. If that's Come to find out this thinking. entire podcast is a sham for Gary to take applications for people to be eaten. If you guys want to be eaten, you know where to find us. Yeah, in, in Gary's uh, oven of a house right <laughs> that's now. That's right, I'm, I'm cooking right here, man. All right, man. Well, this was fun, and uh, it thus ends another edition of uh, Chopped Greens. And this is, uh, we will see how this uh reaches out how how it goes i'm very excited about all this gary and um until next time until my next friend. time this has been a pleasure sir excited to see what movie we do next as i'm sure everybody else is as well all right for everybody here at chopped greens i'm philip amrine that is gary boucher oh that's right uh and this is this has been chopped greens thank you so much for listening make sure to subscribe and and sticks uh stick tuned to the whatever the heck i'm trying to say just just keep on listening that's really all we need to get through for chopped greens all right until next time adios